Personnel, clear the launch platform. The Leaving Today Podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Hello and hello. Welcome to Leaving Today Podcast, episode number 180. Is that what this is? is that what yeah, 180. 180. That I means we, we've turned all the way around. <laughs> we are 180 degrees from where we were <laughs> seven years ago. I can't believe it's been that long, but thank you so much for joining us on this afternoon, this morning, this evening, whatever it is you're doing. It, it means a lot to us. Uh, my name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here. Sitting to the right of me is the trail mashup up as himself, Udi. Good evening. Speaking of, before I forget, have you gotten a DM about shirt and shirt size yet? No. Oh, what? What up? Who? 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 Eric. Won it? Oh, Are Eric. Sure Eric won it. Eric. Yes, dude. You you do DM me about. He sends me reels and things like that. I know. I get them too. But I don't recall getting a shirt because yeah, because I'll. Okay, <laughs> or, Eric. Or I'm gonna take it back. This okay. is what we're gonna do. You're gonna like for limited it. time offer. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Only kind of. Okay. Well, this is the Leaving Today podcast where yep. we do uh, have um, open talk about Disneyland Resort, the park, the history, attractions, and all the news. Um, if that kind of thing is something you're interested in, then you found the right place. I know there's a lot of other podcasts out there, but uh, we like to keep it real and like to keep it friendly. Uh, today's show is sponsored by you guys, the listeners, you folks out there. Uh, if you'd like to do that, you can go to leavingtodaypodcast.com, click on the Patreon link, and make it super simple, $1, $3, and $5. That can be a one-time purchase or a monthly fee, whatever. And for that, you get to be on the show. We get and you get some cool swag, like a special limited edition family shirt, which I don't even have. Udi, you might. I got my hoodie. Oh, Udi has yeah. Udi has a hoodie. That's mm-hmm. almost gonna be a rhyme, but um, mm-hmm. I couldn't make it work. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you you get that. Um, anyways. We also uh, have some other T-shirts that you you can buy on tpublic.com. Um, so yeah, and but the best way to get a hold of us is through Instagram or send us an email at info at leavingtodaypodcast.com. Uh, today is well, spring is I'm sorry, fall is coming up soon mm-hmm. uh, within a few weeks. Uh, so that's where we are in, in so the third quarter of 2023. I only say that because. Uh, for people listening in the future, that's where we are in this time frame. Um, what else? Today we don't really have a feature topic, but we have news you want to get over, mm-hmm. uh, or sorry, get get through. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. Did I miss anything in the opening? No. Okay. Uh, we did a little pre-show. Um, and uh, what we talked about was some Star Wars stuff. So I guess the opening question is what... And what I asked one of my friends, one of our friends on the show um, was, and he's a really big Star Wars person, probably about as big as you can get. I don't know if anyone that could be. Well, I'm sure there's bigger people out there with Star Wars, but he knows his stuff. And the question was, um, if Disney had never bought 
Lucasfilm in the first place, would we be getting any new Star Wars movies or would we have been getting Star Wars movies? Mm -hmm. Um, My take was we would probably not have. His take was he agreed with me, but Mm -hmm. to quote uh, Udi, per usual, (laughs) per per usual, Udi has to go in a different direction and, and, and... and not just because he's being Udi, but just because he probably has his own reasons why he thinks yeah. we, we would have a ton of Star Wars content. Oh, not a ton. I actually said that we wouldn't have a ton, but yeah. Okay, so that is the question. Yep. So my ta- my take was that Lucasfilm was sort of, I don't want to say dead in the water, but George wanted to retire, as we discussed. And there were other people in the company that could have moved the ball forward, but mm-hmm. I, I, there wasn't really... A pulse to speak of for Disney, well, I mean, for Lucasfilm. Well, and and here and this is becomes the, the this is the crux of the whole thing in my mind. Just because at that moment in time there wasn't anything uh, like in the pipeline. Yeah, it doesn't mean that it wasn't going to be right around the corner. You got to remember, George had treatments for the sequels. He had them. He gave them to Disney. Said here. Like oh. he, he wrapped them up for Disney and said, take these and this will make you billions of dollars. And the, but they weren't, that isn't what we got though. Right? No, it is not. Okay. It I didn't know not. that. I didn't even know that. So this is when it becomes a thing of like, yeah, George wanted to retire, but what does that really mean? Retire from the corporate managerial side of it. Okay. Yeah, but like George, the- like many, like many people are creative. That creative bone never goes away. No, ever. So in my mind, the way I looked at it was like, no, we would not be getting a flood of content. We would not be getting, um, you know, all the all the things that we've gotten from Disney. Plus, and, and, and I think it's a fair argument that that would have been a good thing. Yeah. Um, the 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 Mando verse, I think, would have happened in some form or another. I uh, but the sequel trilogies would have been completely different. This is see, this is where I, I, I you know, going back and them like all this is all hypothetical. But I think if we would have gotten Proper, proper sequels. Not what we got. Because what we got were mediocrity at best. I mean, good. It was good. Then it went to horrible. And then it came, it came, it ended with somewhat mediocre. Mm -hmm. You can't do that and expect it to thrive, right? Right. So... Well, I mean, regardless of what anybody wants to argue, whether you liked The Last Jedi or whatever, I don't give an F. It was a horrible film. It had moments of cool, but at the end of the day, it was a horrible film. It didn't do any. It, it, it killed. It killed Star Wars as we knew it, and yeah. that moment. And they made the point, be like, "We got to kill the past." Bob, I'm like, "Shut up." Hmm. Anyway, so let me let me digress. Let me come back to the main question. That being said, I still feel you had enough people in the company that would have done something with it and yeah. could have gone and and. Now, I mean, the only caveat to that will be because we have Kathleen Kennedy and everyone loves my, everybody knows my affinity for that person. Mm-hmm. Gosh. I don't know if she would have been there. You don't know. Right. Because as I've been paying attention, a lot of people don't know that part of the sell to Disney had Kathleen Kennedy involved in that. A lot of people don't know this. And there was literally a clause in there, and and it made sense at the time that because George put faith in her, mm-hmm. to me she one hundred percent stabbed the man in the back. That's my opinion. Okay, but um, 
there was a clause in there because he felt, okay, she's been here the whole time. She's been producing and she's been in these meetings and she understands what I'm trying to do and what I've been trying to do with Star Wars as a whole. So there'd be a good person to continue on, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I, I said it before. At that moment in time, I completely see what George was thinking. I'm like, okay, that may, I, I think I probably would have been inclined to feel the same way and done the same thing. Mm-hmm. But she did what she did. But anyway, so there was a clause in there that basically said, you can't fire her for cause. Because, you know, basically trying to maintain, it was, I think it was George's way of trying to maintain, like, the synergy of Star Wars. Y- yeah. Problem is, we got what we got from Kathleen Kennedy. Sure. But, but anyway, so back to it. So that's why I feel like we would have gotten the proper treatments of sequels, whether or not, and, and I probably would have been like, you know, what, what they did with Amando. George would have been producing it, mm-hmm. like like uh, uh, Favreau's kind of producing them now. Yeah. Not really running them, but kind of producing them kind of in the background, kind of just making sure it's going in a direction. I think it would have been the same thing. And I think, you know, they would have been put him on as like a consultant and then said, here we go, because they still, still brought him in in the Mando at a certain time to be like, hey, check this out. This is what we're doing. What do you think? And there's plenty of BTS with him in there. Anyway, so that is why I say we would we would have gotten more Star Wars. We would not. Have, we probably would not have gotten anything like Andor or anything like... Um, uh, Obi-Wan? Oh, no, we, we would have gotten Obi-Wan, I think, but mm-hmm. not not the Obi-Wan we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would never have gotten anything Rise of the Resistance. Uh, not, 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 not the Resi- Rise of the Resistance. Um, that other cartoon that lasted two seasons. The Resistance, I think, is what oh, it was. Oh, the Resistance. Um, we would not have gotten that um, at all. Um, we would have, I think we would have gotten Rebels because of the relationship between George and... Well, Rebels and came before Disney Bottom, right? Yes, it was okay. coming through. Anyway, and Clone Wars we had before. Yeah. So that's why I said we had mm. Clone Wars, and there were places, and there was a foundation to build on. Sure, okay. Uh, we would just not have gotten this weird, like I said, the, the proof on where everything went awry is in that sequel trilogy. Mm. That's where everything went awry. I mean, sorry, I think episode eight and nine were just... Yeah, no, eight and nine were an absolute train wreck yeah. for, for continuity, sure. for the galaxy, for the universe, for the whole thing. It was just... A train wreck of and, and a horror show, really. And I mean, it, it, as much as I really didn't like The Force Awakens, because um, I thought it was the same, same, almost the same. It was thing like as, a New Hope. Yeah, ex- but see, but the thing is, but it worked. The, it, it, it did work, and there was enough stuff in there that was like, okay, this is maybe interesting if you know we could see who these people were. And, it laid and, the foundation. Yeah, and the, but uh, but after that, I was just like, uh, what, no. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. When 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 we went to. The Last Jedi, not to rehash that again, but but I remember walking out of that film going, what the hell? What the hell? Oh, episode eight? Yeah. What, what the hell? Yeah. Huh? Like, what? Like, like there, what? Like, that, right. it was literally, it was what? Like, they give you that one small moment of like, oh, because, you know, she hands, you know, but, you know, throwing, I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. We bought our tickets, like. The first day you could for yeah. that show, and we were there. I left work early uh, to go there for my for my ticket, and um, I remember I was with Annika and Ariel, I think. And within the first like seven minutes, I was like, "What the h mm-hmm. is this? Mm-hmm. How is Poe talking to the First Order in space, like negotiating? This is no, that's not happening." 
and making Hux look like an idiot. No, yeah. he would have been blown out of the out of mm-hmm. the. Anyways, enough, enough about yeah, that. Again, not not to rehab. Like I said, we're 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 starting to yeah. go into the realm of like picking apart why we hate yeah. that movie. But uh, nah. well, again, we'll just go back to the point: is like yeah, whenever uh, the vast majority of the people who walked out of that theater kind of went like, "What did I just see?" Yeah, right. And you know. This is why I go there. We would not have gotten that. I think that idea that Star Wars was dead, yeah, I think is very much tainted because of where we are with him right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And so it would go like, well, well, I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm going to argue that because I just feel like in the hands of, a, of other people, mainly Iger and Kathleen Kennedy outside of them, okay, um, I think we would have gotten really good content. Yeah, I think we're really. I mean, I think the proof with Clone again how Clone Wars started and how it went through. You guys go through that, you will see that, and you will recognize like, oh, there's good storytelling in here. There was good arcs. There was good things happening in there. Yeah. You could they could have done a Clone Wars series, live action movie series, and I would have been like, Phew. I would have been like, sign me up, let's yeah. go. Yeah, for sure. Seeing a young Anakin, a young Obi Wan, and a young Ahsoka. Oh hell yeah. Give me that, like live action. Yup. Yep. Yup. I would have been there in a heartbeat. But anyway, so that's why I say, yeah, it would not have been dead. We would have had Star Wars. It would have been much at a high, much higher quality than we've than we've gotten, and far less content-wise, which I would have been. I'm absolutely okay with. Um, if you could take a moment and whatever pause, the, whatever player you're on, and if there's any kind of rating mechanism or something on what are you listening to, please, please give us a rating, whatever stars you feel are appropriate. It helps with that algorithm. And leave us a note. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Whatever. Tell us what you'd like to hear more of, and we'll do that. My only, my only request is make it a valid argument. Oh, uh, yeah. Make it a valid critique. Sure. If it's going to be hyperbolic, I mean, hey have at it but yeah those ones i kind of grab and look and i eject so and if you do want to complain that's totally fine but if you want you are more than welcome to come on the show and we can talk about it yep that's that offer is like 100 we are unafraid to uh, hang yeah. to bring bring on anybody you want to you want to haggle with this bring it we ain't, we're not afraid we're not afraid unafraid okay anyway. anyways that's a bit adversarial though <laughs> i love you man anyway <laughs> Let's go to the news. You listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. Hey, isn't there like a D23 coming up next week in Florida? I think there is. You know my affinity for D23, right? What is it? None. Oh, you have none? Okay. <laughs> well, we might be I getting ha- some interesting news out of there. What yeah. it is, I don't know. But um, the, the main one in Anaheim is next year, and I do kind of want to go to that, but at least for one day, just to experience the I, agony. I think we, we, we've had that conversation before that. If we're going to go, it's going to be a one-day thing because we're going to want to go to the park regardless. I'm like, I mean, have you ever been to a con before? No. Okay. See, I, and I have been to a couple. It's been a long time since I've been to a con. They're fun. Yeah. But it's an all-day event. The only... It depends on what con, obviously, but yeah. you know, if the panels aren't good, then you're kind of like, and the guests aren't good. But it is, D23 has a tendency to try to be really good panels and obviously really good guests. And it, 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 see, it's weird though. I'm not totally want to go to, I mean, the only panel I really, really want to go to is the parks, parks. Yeah, and that's always going to be the most popular, most difficult to get into. Y- yeah. 
So I know they have like auxiliary overflow, which I don't mind, but I kind of just want to go to the expo hall and, and look at all the people there, well, see yeah. some other podcasters and, and yeah. meet them. And, and Well, the, and that's the thing is when you go to an expo hall that is relatively large, you can spend a day there. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, me, again, being a guy who's been at different kinds of cons, I've been part of a con where I've had to sit there, but mostly going to them. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it's not a multiple day thing. It's really not. It's okay. like mostly it's, been, it's a one day, like a one and done. If it's a panel you want to see, you try to get into that panel, you do your thing there, you walk the con floor, and then you're like, and I'm out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, anyways. That's me. Okay. Well, one's happening, I think, in Florida next week, the 7th, um, or that's later this week, um, mm-hmm. and 7th through the 10th or something. I So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, to see if any kind of news comes out of there. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about some of the news that's happening at our park. Mm-hmm. And so that is opening date announced for Tiana's Palace Restaurant in Disneyland. The Tiana's Palace Restaurant will open next month. Uh, actually, that's the, this week on September 7th. That's like in three days. In three days. Tiana's, recording. Tiana's Palace is a, uh, sorry, Tiana's Palace is a retheme of the French Market Restaurant, which closed permanently in February. The Mint Julep Bar has also been closed uh, for construction, but will we open this at the same time? Presumably around the same time Tiana's Palace opens. I think it's actually open now. Um... The Tiana's Palace restaurant opening will mark the next step in bringing more of Princess Tiana's stories to life in New Orleans Square, which began with Eudora's Chic Boutique, featuring Tiana's gourmet secrets last year, and will continue with opening of Tiana's Bayou Adventure attraction in 2024. Okay, there will be so many elegant yet subtle details throughout the restaurant that offer fun hints at Tiana's rich past in New Orleans. Um, so... I'm not going to get into the details about that. Um, I've seen some of the stuff online right now. It looks actually fantastic online, um, the inside part of it. Oh, okay. So the outside part, we talked about in, in episode 179, where the pictures, it looked like it was Toontown-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like it's too brand new to be in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Jess did, did go down there. And originally, we were going to have the idea for this episode was to talk about her trip and then talk about the state of Disney Disneyland, but yeah, life. So, uh, yeah, she was, <laughs> she was going to be, we tried to make it work for her to be here today and actually over the weekend, but it just, uh, like she's got some stuff outside of, outside yeah. of, uh, the podcast, the and, real world and work and yeah. outside of work that she has to deal with. Um, so that's what she's doing. Uh, so we, but we're doing the show here today and we yeah. will have her on to talk about her trip, yeah. but her comment was, it looks better in person. And okay. I kind of, and then I remember my remark back was like, okay, but I won't believe until I see it. Yeah, yeah, because she did send a couple couple pictures of it, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm kind of looking at the pictures. I'm like, mm, no, like to me, I still got the same vibe. Well, the fact that she said that, I'm happy about that. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I <laughs> yeah. when when it come, I know knowing knowing how protective she is of New Orleans and New Orleans yeah. Square, for her to like when. She said that I kind of went like, oh, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. No, because I, there, I, I put weight into that opinion. Yeah. Um, she probably won't hear this, so I'm saying it because I wouldn't say that with her. No, no, room. you can never give her the satisfaction. Cannot. No. Um, but anyway, um, but yeah, so I, I, I'm still of a, of a mixed emotion over it because I, I don't know, man. I think, I just think it's an unnecessary mod uh, still. 
still. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they could have left no one. They could have left it just, and it would have fit fine. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but anyways, that is what's happening. Um, and we're going to get more about that later on in our news because uh, some other stuff ca- dropped regarding a little retheme in that area there. Um, but this would be a good spot to talk about that other thing with Tony Baxter. Mm-hmm. Do you want to lead the charge there? Um, okay. So uh, a lot of the, the, the reason or the rationale that was used by some, not everybody, but by some, was that the, pro- the, the reason to retheme Splash Mountain was because of its, and I'm going to air quote it because I hate this word, it's problematic right. history. Right. And it's tied to Song of the South. Now, I have always been one to push back on that because mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, how many people who are complaining? Yeah. How many people had actually seen Song of the South? I always look at it and go like, knowing that they banned that film, and I'm kind of just going by Adrian's, I'm like, the people that I saw complain, I'm like, you've probably never even seen this movie. How could you have? Unless right. you found it at some DVD copy here, blah, 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 that maybe you saw it. And and I've always said the same. This has always been my same, same argument. Yeah. You cannot apply today's modern, and I'm air quoting that again, sensibilities to back then. Even with that being said, there has been Tony Baxter was on a podcast. Yeah, and and, and before we get to this next part, I just want to say that um, this isn't our opinion. No. These are facts. Yeah. These are actual um, empirical... Not in the right term. Uh, these are facts that you just cannot debate. No, they're, they're undebatable. This is what happened. This is what happened. Yep. So... So you, if you want to argue, it's an opinion argument. Yeah. Not a factual argument. And, yeah. and, and opinion arguments are... Or, or, dude, this is what we're built on. This country's built on opinion and, and having arguments over opinion. That's fine. Yeah. But when you when you want to negate the facts of it, then then that's when we run into problems. So, the facts are this: when they went to design Splash Mountain, and this is in the mid '80s. Yeah, mid '80s. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you could go and go like, oh, mid '80s. We're 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 products of the mid '80s, Mark and I. We, I miss those days. I, I do because what a lot of people nowadays, they look back and they go like, oh, man, how, how bad it must have been. Dude, are you kidding me? The mid-80s were great because you know why? Because the thought of individualism was a real thing, not like today. Today's individualism is you can be an individual as long as you follow in with the crowd. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if you, you agree or disagree with me. That's the way I look at it. And if you want to look at it real, really, that's what it is. Yep. But in, in the 80s when we were growing up, we were, we were told, be the individual. We were fighting, we were pushing off of the things, off of, of, of all the, the things that came before. In the 80s, we literally had people trying to censor our music. You had people because of bad words and all these things, and we fought all against that, right? We fought against, like, we, we I, you know, I tell people all the time. Like uh, Tipper Gore? Tipper Gore, all yeah. these things. That if you go back into history, you're going to see that the kids, like me and Mark coming up in that time, we were skating into dark. I was wearing Vans and ripped shirts and, and, and all these things. Like I had a, I had a, a flat top, you know, haircut. And, and we did things that, that we would get chased by security guards. We would do these things, not often, but enough. Like we got chased a few times skating, mm-hmm. things like that. We were skating where we're not supposed to, going where we're not supposed to, all these kind of things. Because we were told, be the individual. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to be yourself, you know. So in that time... 
people would like to point at that and go like, oh, they were, they were stuck and blah, blah, blah. But the point of this is when they went into that, they went and Tony Bash again goes into this d- uh, detail about what they did to make sure that when they were going in and making this attraction, that they did everything right. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by right is that they were making sure to one, pay proper proper homage to these stories and to the heritage of the Br'er Rabbit and the lineage of the actual story, the African folk stories. Mm -hmm. Not, oh, this is kind of what it is. No, they brought people in. They had the ACLU. Mm -hmm. They came in and they were like, yes, this is what we need. We need good, proper representation and, and accurate telling of these folklore stories. Well, the NAACP. NAACP, that's who it was. Yeah. NAACP came in. I'm not sure about the ACLU, but... but it, NAACP, one of them, well, one of those. I always get those confused. That's me. Well, I think they're a little bit different. They are different. <laughs> yeah, they are but, different. But the one, the, the one that really matters is the NAACP. Yes. Yes. So they worked hand in glove with them. Yes. They, they worked hand in glove, and then they also, at that time... Or hand in hand. What's hand in hand in glove. Okay. Hand in hand, hand in glove would both work. Okay. Um... The other thing they had is, at that time, for everybody who doesn't know, what was going on over there was Captain EO. Captain EO, yep. So, Michael Jackson. They also reached out to Michael Jackson and his people, as they put it, his people, his crew, and they said, hey, this is what we're working on. Mm -hmm. Can you guys come and take a look at this? Yep. And give us your opinion. Is this insulting? Is this accurate? Is it, how do you feel? They wanted to get the active opinion of black the black culture and the black people yeah in the country as much as they could because they wanted to do a fair honest real representation and and be mindful of what they're doing right so automatically when you when i heard this and i sat there i'm like of course yeah if anybody can if you really want to look at that attraction from the word from the beginning you know and you can go back in the history of Song of the South. You know yeah. what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And so all this narrative about it being problematic and yada yada. And then he just talks about that now. There is a man who was in the room. He was integral in designing all this. And he's telling you all these things yeah. that you guys are saying. Yeah. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. And so this is where I get frustrated. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Frustrated because I go, look, you or trying to erase something that was good mm-hmm. because of what? Because of what you, because, and, 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 I, and, and, if, and if I insult people here, so be it. Uh-oh. If you are too shallow and narrow-minded to understand the deeper meaning into these stories, that's on you. Understanding that, yeah, you're looking, if you're that thin that you could only see a color, Mm-hmm. Brother, you've got a problem. Yeah. You've got the problem. I don't. If I can sit there and I don't care about the exterior color yeah. of whatever it is, and I look at the story and under that's what I'm saying. Song in the South is about pe- people persevering. How two people who yeah. shouldn't be getting along are getting along. Right. That's the deeper story. Right. So when two when people look at this thing and look at the surface level, I'm like, you are this shallow you are this ignorant yeah and that is the word to use ignorant it is. yeah because you cannot see the deeper meaning behind this that's on you right. learn more read more expand your mind more right stop being so shallow and this is where i get again the frustration you guys can tell 
it gets to me because understanding that those people went to painstaking lengths, mm-hmm. lengths to make sure they were doing it right yeah. because they wanted to pay proper homage to those yeah. stories in African folklore. Yeah. That isn't racist. It's not racist. That's actually the opposite of racist. Right, yeah. That's actually trying to do everything you can to be good. Mm-hmm. So regardless of your thoughts on the rethink, I mean, we've talked about it before. We we're fine with it. Sure. Because whatever, it's got to move on. But when I go back to think about the rationale and what has been said about these people, yeah, that is where I get what I draw the line. Like, no, no, no. I'm okay with the rethink. But if you're on here saying because of this problematic racist blah 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 yeah. like then you're the ignorant person you who doesn't know the history you're 100% correct and it, that isn't controversial and that, that's no. just the facts it, and this is what I'm saying yeah. the, what, what I'm talking about yeah. this is factual it isn't my opinion yeah. it's actually it's satisfactual <laughs> there we go <laughs> so again this is where I mean Mark and I we talked about this on on our ride last week and uh-huh. like and, and I said no we got to bring it up yeah we have to bring it up it's not something we, we're not going to shy away from something like this some people will not want to ru- wade into this but we absolutely will because I think it's important for people to talk about these things because mm-hmm. if we don't if we shy away from these controversial potentially controversial uneasy conversations for some people I can't help you with that but we need to have them and we need to be real about these things. All with me going off on this, it still doesn't change my opinion. Like, I hope mm-hmm. that this new attraction is great. I sure. hope they hit it out of the park. Sure. I want to go in there and enjoy it. And I hope it is a fitting legacy for what continues on. Right. And and, uh, and, be, and to be honest, if they had approached this whole thing by saying, you know what? We want to do a retheme of Splash Mountain because we have some new technology. Mm-hmm. We have some new characters. Mm-hmm. We want to just incorporate yep. and, and push it forward. Yep. I'd be like, perfect. Let's yeah, do it. Let's go. And, I, and we wouldn't be having this conversation. No. But when they start bringing up this problematic stuff, that's when I hold the line. I go, what, why are they just steamrolling exactly. this through without people pushing yep. back? Yep. So that's where this came out. Yep. And I just want you listeners to understand that these are the facts that yep. have happened. And, and you don't – this – you can't dispute them. This is yeah. what happened. Yeah. As much as you'd like to think, oh, no, 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 but no, this has happened. Mm-hmm. And then we came to the conclusion that, um, you know, when they had mentioned, oh, it's going to be this retheme and we're going to bring Tony Baxter on to help mm-hmm. to help with the design. Uh, that should be a red flag. Yeah. Because we think probably mm-hmm. yeah. that they just put them on there to sign an NDA. Mm-hmm. So you can't talk about any of this stuff, yep. but but it's coming out. Yep. Um, so that's where we are, folks. Yep. And just so... Uh, well, well the, the, okay, yeah. the other thing I want to go is like, you guys know that you can reach out. So once you guys hear this, let us know if you, what, what you think. I, I, I mean, because the, regardless of what we're, we're getting to on is that's not even, we're not even, it's not the thing about trying to change anything because nope, we're, no, we're not going to do it. Nope. It's about having an honest conversation about what happened. And being honest and fair for the history of that attraction and the sure. people who worked on it. Sure. Because nothing can be worse, in my opinion, than than people smearing other people, not only smearing them and being wrong, flat out wrong and flat out either wrong or lying, yeah. and then other, those people not being able to come to defend themselves. Right. Nothing in my life, in my personal life, bugs me more than people who do that. Right. So I will always ride to the defense of people who, who I feel are being wronged. Yeah. Mark knows me. Mark has seen me do this kind of stuff and speak up and, and, but anyway, let us know what you think. 
Let us know if, if if you knew that. Let us know if you've heard that. Let us know what, what, what you guys, where you guys are with this. Because I want to know if you guys feel like how we feel. Mm-hmm. I want to know if what we're saying is bringing something new to you and you're going, hey, I didn't know that. And maybe altering your opinion on yeah, it. Yeah, I mean... I didn't know it until until he came up on that podcast. Yeah, I go, it came what the up, heck? And, and I think I'd heard a bit of it, and then Mark's like, hey, did you hear this? And then I went a little bit deeper, and I'm like, yep. Yeah. And after listening to this, my... Uh, I was irritated. I yeah. was at work. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, like 150 miles away from everybody at this point, and I'm like listening to this podcast that he's talking in, in, in a room, and I'm like getting visibly agitated I was at too. that moment. I was agitated too. Because it is such a a, a a smear on such a guy who who listening to him and, and understanding how how important it was for him to get it right. Right. And and oh man, it dro- just drove me crazy because a man deserves better yeah. than some come by night piece of garbage person who is too shallow and too ignorant to understand the deeper meanings of things to come in and smear somebody like that. Nah, man. Nope. Uh, no, no, I got pissed. So I, I, I better, oh, I, I can keep on going on this because it, it really, really pissed me off. It really pissed me off. Okay. So let's move on from that. Happy, happy, joy, joy. And talk about uh, the next news item is Ahsoka <laughs> to meet and greet guests in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. Woo-hoo. Ahsoka is coming to Black Spire Outpost. It was just announced that uh, fan favorite Ahsoka Tano will be roaming the streets of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Park. She will begin appearing on Wednesday, August 23rd. So it's, she's a few weeks into this now, mm-hmm. alongside the two-episode premiere of Ahsoka on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Ahsoka has met in the parks before, but as her younger self from mm-hmm. Star Wars The Clone Wars uh, during Star Wars weekends. Um, Ahsoka is not the first character to appear in the, in the Disney Plus in their Disney Plus version in the parks, uh, Din Din, Din Djarin mm-hmm. and Grogu, or sorry, and uh, Grogu mm-hmm. met uh, meet at both parks, and sorry, Boba Fett and Fennec Shan mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I have zero opinion on this. I, actually, no, actually, I do have an opinion. I think it's okay. great yep. that, that she's there. Um, it, it does fit in the time. Mm-hmm. When, 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 when mm-hmm. They're moving ahead. the time away, right? They're slowly moving the time frame away. Yeah, this is where I was going to go into it. Um, as far as I understand. My understanding is that they're unlocking that, that time because I don't feel like they fit. They're too early. Okay. So, yeah. Like, I, I said it from the word go. Time-locking Galaxy's Edge was stupidest idea sure it was dumb 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 and has really kneecapped that that land but um the, to me this is a positive sign i like ahsoka i have yeah. made no i've made no bones about how she's one of my she's like probably in my top five top ten top five probably characters that i like um so yeah i i saw them like add away I'm I'm happy. I'm Good. happy. Yeah, I mean, because I said like like these are these are the little things that I point to and go like, okay, Disney Corp, you're starting to finally like understand like your concept versus reality aren't isn't meeting, right? Th- that that those two worlds are not 
on the same page. Of what? Concept versus reality. Concept of what? Concept of what they want to do with Galaxy's Edge. Well, we're going to... Okay. And then reality of what it is. Yes. We talked about this on our ride last week. And so next year, and I'm just going to spoil it a little bit, will be the fifth year. It'll be open for five years Mm -hmm. in August of 2024. Mm -hmm. I can't believe it's been that that long. Crazy. I, I, and I do want to do like a dive into it, and I want to invite some people on the show yeah. to talk about where we are at the Galaxy's yeah. Edge five years in, mm-hmm. where we could be, where we should be, yep. and what's wrong and what's right. And yep. um, so, but yeah, I don't want, I'm going to put a pin in that for now, but I want you folks to listen to that or think about that yeah. because if you want to come on and talk about it, you're more than welcome. I think it'll be a good uh, conversation because I remember going back up to the build-up to... Um, to the opening day. It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Yes. All right. Would you want to get your picture with her? Ahsoka? Yeah. I would. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Next news item, exactly what we need. Uh, new Avengers Vault retail location opening this September in Avengers Campus in Disney California Adventure. And nobody cares. No one cares. Disney Parks has announced that a new retail space titled Avengers Vault will be opening at Adventures Campus in Disney California Adventure next month. According to an update shared on Twitter, or is that X these days, this retail space is set to open sometime mid-September. Uh, an exact date and more details are coming soon. The image features merchandise like the Infinity Gauntlet and Iron Man Gauntlet <laughs> with Infinity Stones, the Tesseract, and Eye of the Agamotto, mm-hmm. and more. Um, you know what the Agamotto is? Do I? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know what that is. Doctor Strange. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I'm not a Marvel guy, clearly. Um, yeah, I, you know, uh, why <laughs> is my question? Why? Who cares? I mean, my father's under W for who cares. It, um, it, to me, I guess to some people, this must mean something. But to me, no, we don't need retail space in Avengers Campus. Udi, th- your thoughts? Okay, so... Um, when I when I see these things, right, they come out, mm-hmm. and I'm with you. Why? And then my mind begins to go, and I'm like, okay, it's clear why. Yeah. One, they need more money. Mm-hmm. If a- if anybody understands what's going on with Disney Corp right now, yep. you would understand why they need more money. Merchandising is always going to be a thing, obviously. Um, they, Disney is a merchandising juggernaut. They want to merchandise and make extra cash wherever they want, wherever they can. Not necessarily a bad thing. Now, here is the problem. <laughs> Disney's sitting at 81.64 right now. Okay, there we go. So well, Market's the, closed today, but... Um, that is the lowest it's been in a decade, I believe. Well, let's Roughly. See. Um... Um, yeah, so while you're looking at it, I'll keep on going. Um, here, here is where I look at it is like, uh, Disney, what you've gotten really good at Disney Corp is you're putting the apple before the cart. Is that what it is? The horse before the apple? How's that expression go? Cart before the horse? The cart before the horse. There yeah. we go. <laughs> In order to sell merchandise, when it comes to an IP, you need people really hyped for the IP. And so your first priority should be to make sure that IP is kicking. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, out of the available IPs that Disney has, Marvel hasn't fallen off too, too bad. And there's actually, okay, so Phase 4, for everybody who's been following along, that's where we are coming into Phase 5. Phase 4 was a dismal disaster. 
Are you mean Phase Four in the Marvel Universe or for Phase Four for Avengers Campus? Marvel Universe. Oh, okay. So, uh, Black Widow, Shang Chi, uh, Moon Knight. Uh, what else was in there? Uh, uh, Miss Marvel. Um, what the, else? The how about the uh, She Marvels? Hulk? The Marvels. She Hulk. Marvels is coming. Um, uh, so all all this in there. Hey, I will put it to you this way. I watched Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I enjoyed it. Uh, WandaVision, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loki, not bad. After that, after those three, yeah, I have not completed a single Marvel thing. That, well, that makes two of us. Yeah, I don't not, want not to see it Moon Knight, She Hulk. I, I, I. Okay, I will correct that. I did watch She-Hulk, and you want to know why I watched She-Hulk? Just to see how bad it was? Exactly. To see how bad, because I heard, I'm like, it can't be. It can't be. Come on, Kevin Feige. You cannot mess up this bad. I watched the whole thing. I'm like, oh, my God, Kevin Feige, you messed up that bad. If someone didn't give you a review of that, and you watched the show with no preconceived notion, Mm -hmm. would you think you would have liked it? She-Hulk? Yeah. No. Okay. It was... Well, I mean, there's a certain psychological component to this. Poor right. Dude, no, no, this you, restaurant you, sucks. You, you're not wrong. You're and not you wrong. Can, okay. But you know me. I try to be, I'm almost contrarian to a fault at a point at times. Mm-hmm. So I would have walked in like, I bet you it's going to be great. And I walked in like, oh, they were right. Um, oh. And, and really, no, it was bad. Um, it was bad the way it ended. Oh, my ever loving. Anyway, coming back to the point. So. I get. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not arguing that this is not something that needs to be there. What I'm arguing is that y- you need to make sure your IP is going so that that is successful. Yeah. Okay. So I'm. I'm sure they're going to have some good stuff in there. Probably things like, yeah, hey, it's not too bad. I mean, the last bit of merch that I bought was from Avengers Campus out of Disney. It was my my Avengers hoodie. Oh yeah. Which I still wear that thing because that thing is clean and legit. Um, but Gosh, if only Dixon made like a, like a oh, he would, Udi would lose oh his stuff. Oh my lord! For everybody who's seen my IG post as of late, you saw my. I have a. I'm, anyway, moving. Is on. Is that a Dixon hat you're wearing? No. Okay. Is Dixon shirt I'm wearing? Though. Do they make hats? They do. You need to have them all. I. Do. <laughs> you know how many times I stopped myself from buying a grip of hats from Dixon? Uh, I don't know. Many times. Oh, I have like four of them. Okay, so. And I've had one gifted to me, so. So, anyways, where are you Back going? To it. Where, where are you? So, my whole point of this are is you in like, favor of this shop. The thing is, I'm indifferent. I'm very, I'm very. Um, I have, I have apathy toward it because I think um, it's going to do nothing. To it doesn't do anything, as you say, to push the needle for me. I think it makes sense that they're going to do it because, really, in in the grand scheme of thing, going into Avengers Campus, there is no, there has been no real brick and mortar shop in there. They had the only one that they had in there was off of the Spidey. The web singer, because it, but it was mostly selling the the little trinkets and the, the little spiders and all that the crap, bot the thing. little bot thing. Yeah. So and that was more tied. Like we, we, Disney has that, you know, where you come off an attraction and they have a, a shop dedicated to that attraction, Avengers Campus, Pirates well, of the Caribbean. There's a few of them like that, right? Where this is located is supposed to be the the, the ending of whatever this e-ticket is. This King Thanos nonsense. Yeah, that thing, whatever. that whatever. So that's what I'm Sorry, saying. I didn't even say nonsense. I just it, don't no, say nonsense because who knows what it's going to be. Is Well, we know it's going to be a simulator. <sighs> yep. They need to stop with that too. But anyway, um, but going back to it. Um, so I don't think it's going to make a difference right now. No. I think depending down the road, it could be something significant. But I mean, it makes sense that, again, that they're going to have a, a, something that's a solid 
brick and mortar shop to just do general Marvel because the only other place they had at that point for general Marvel was at the end of uh, 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 Mission Breakout. And that was still mostly Guardian driven. But they had like their general like Marvel, you uh, know, stuff in there. They'd have some Captain America stuff, some yeah. Spidey stuff. There was another store in DCA that had it too. We were looking for it with you for something. That, but those are more again not specific to to Marvel. It is like Marvel. They had like a Marvel section. Yeah. I think I was looking for a lanyard or something. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. So it makes sense that they're going to have a Marvel-specific shop that has nothing else but Marvel stuff in there. Mm. Like I said, the only other thing they had was that kiosk thing where I bought my hoodie. Well, um, yep, yeah, I know what that is. So yeah, I mean, they're going to probably still have that open. But uh, so to me, like uh, making a long story short, a short story long, um, it's fine. It, it's not going to do anything. Uh, maybe down the road in a year or two, whenever this King Thanos nonsense comes up, maybe it'll make a difference at that point. But Right now, it makes sense that they would do this because Disney needs money. So, there we go. Yep. Sure. All right. <laughs> so, again, great for them. Uh, and uh, this, is, this must mean something to some people, but... Oh, man. Not as many as it could have. I'll put it to you that so way. To be a part of Team Disney Anaheim and sit in these discussions where, you know, someone with an, a brand new MBA goes, well, what we need to do is have a shop, another shop in Adventures Campus to sell stuff, high-end stuff. I'd be like, why? <laughs> you just don't get it. I have my MBA, and I know these things. I'm like, yeah. Well, well okay. again, this is why we said we wouldn't be Imagineers. No, we wouldn't last very long. We wouldn't, because we'd be the ones running around going, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> <sighs> Next news item is reimagined Adventureland Treehouse revealed as scrims and scaffolding moved at Disneyland Park. Dude. Yes. By now, I mean, you've all seen this. Um, the scrims and, ca- and scaffolding have been obscuring the new Adventureland Treehouse. Um, and now they mostly come down. Uh, only the thing that's left up there is just the wooden fence around everything. Yeah. Um, oh, man. It looks spectacular. Dude, it looks freaking amazing. I cannot actually wait to get there and go up there. I know. Me too. Oh, man. That looks so good. That little, that little crow's nest. Oh, man. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah, that, that that looks great, and you can imagine what this is gonna look like at, look like at night. Oh man, it's gonna look spectacular. I'm like in my mind, I'm looking at it lit up, and they're gonna be lit up like you know, it's like a flame. It's gonna be not like light light bulbs. It's gonna be like flames. If they're they're going theme wise, it's gonna be flame like, not oh, like light a bulb. torch. Yeah, like a torch. Oh yeah. So you think about that. And, oh, man, just looking at I really can't wait for the first pictures of this lit up at night to come yep. out because it is going to look, I, I feel like it's going to be amazing. Amazing. Just, and, okay, uh, uh, you go, go look at it. The way they, they did this where it's tucked into the tree. Oh, man, they, they're, I yeah. I, I mean, I was worried about it. We talked about this before. Yeah. But, dude, that looks so cool. No, I feel somewhat embarrassed to ask, and I should know this, but, um, but I won't ask anyways. Did they close the treehouse at night? Yeah. I, I, I thought they... I'm pretty at, sure. At, I'm pretty at sure. At dusk or something, yeah. right? Because it got... They didn't want people falling down. Uh, things... I remember going on it when it was dark, but maybe... That couldn't change. I, I, I don't... my memories are mixed or something else. I... I, I think probably, I mean, I don't think it's been open at night for a while. Or maybe like around dusk. I, I, don't, I don't ever remember it being open all the way to closing. Yeah, I don't remember it being, uh, yeah, I remember it being like a rope that yeah. you couldn't go mm-hmm. through. Okay, mm-hmm. so maybe my memory is correct. But um, 
I wonder if they're going to let you go on this at night now. Maybe not. It depends. God, I hope. I hope you can. <sighs> yeah, it's going on. Because I'm also thinking about the views you'll get from up that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It'll be closed during Fantasmic. I know that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the and the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, next news item. And any listeners out there, please correct me if I'm wrong, or or, le- or let me know how, yeah. or, or like let us know how that all went down. But I'm thinking it was closed at night. Yeah. Um. Anyways, next news item is Space Mountain closing. Speaking of closing, for for refurbishment beginning September 18th. That's in a couple weeks at oh, Disneyland Park. Space Mountain will be closed for refurbishment and currently has no reopening date lined up as the time at this time of publishing. We expect that this refurbishment is for general maintenance and care of the iconic Tomorrowland attraction. The timing is right for a potential return of Ghost Galaxy overlay, which we've seen during the holiday, sorry, during Halloween at Disneyland mm-hmm. in the past. Although it's been several years since that was installed and seems unlikely, we are hoping this gives crews the opportunity to fix some chronic issues we have seen recently, like the struggling tunnel lights. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's good to have this thing down for a little bit and just to see what's going on. I don't think it's Ghost Galaxy. I think that thing's gone. Um, and I think the only one they ever really do is um, Hyperspace Mountain once yep. in a while. Um, I wonder what, I mean, Ghost Galaxy was kind of cool. It was fun. I wonder if it was scary for the, for the mm-hmm. kids. Was it scary for the kids? No. Okay. I mean, I don't, I, I mean, I. Pfft. It could have been problematic, Woody. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I'm with you on that. I, I prefer that, I mean, the park, um, I think is no, it's no secret that it has fallen into, um, not as a height, a heightened sense of upkeep and maintenance, mm-hmm. um, and anything that they can do to regain that, I'm I'm for. Like, okay, yeah, shut it down for a couple of weeks. Let let's take an honest, hard look at what's going on, and and get this back up. Because again, we always say it like Disneyland is the, is and has been the pinnacle. It's falling off, and it, and it has nothing to do. It has everything. It, it's self inflicted, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um, and. And anything that that Disney corporate can do to get Disneyland humming on all cylinders, it's better for the company entirely. Um, I've, I've me never been to Florida. You're going to be to Florida, and I don't really pay attention to Florida. But a lot of the things I've been watching, I've been talking a lot about Florida, and and what I'm getting is that this issue of things being a little bit more run down and, and PMs not being done and, and rides going down is not just emblematic of, or it's it's not just um, uh, at Disneyland. It's also happening at Disney World. In Disney World. Mm-hmm. So these are all little things that I pay attention to. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what's going on. Yeah, I, I wonder so, yeah. what's going on. Yep. Okay. Next news item, and this is not shocking at all. It's funny, kind of funny. Uh, but very, very predictable. Disneyland Magic Key holders can get a free Magic Key Magic Band Plus with any purchase while supplies last. <laughs> uh, and I'm making that up, folks. <laughs> this thing that they touted for $59, sorry, $49, $59, $69, now they're giving away free with any purchase uh, for Magic Key holders. So, uh, yeah. So that should tell you all you need to know about what this thing is doing and what it's not doing in the in the in the parks. <laughs> I'm not even going to go into the into the uh, the details oh, of it. Um, man. Come what? On. No, okay. These are the moments yeah. that I sit back and I remember 
once they, they began this, oh, we're going to bring magic bands to Disneyland. And I said, from the word go, okay, it's not going to work like you think it's going to work. Sure. Disneyland isn't like Disney World. Right. I get why you would have that at Disney World. I, I, I can get that, 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 that hopping through parks and things like that. It, it makes it a little bit more simple. I get that. Disneyland isn't that. No. And any time Disney Corp has tried to pull Disney away from it, from what it is and trying to homogenize it with the rest of the other parks, I get, I get irritated. I'm like, it's not going to work. Mm. You guys, how is it that you, who work for the company, don't get that Disneyland is just different from every other park? Yeah. Accept that, please. Mm-hmm. Just accept it. Stop trying to homogenize it with everybody. I get in your mind, in the corporate mind, that, hey, it's easier for all of us because we can just streamline everything, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, I get that. But there are moments in time where you got to realize that streamlining doesn't make it good. Right. So when I saw this story, I just started, I full on, like I was doing right now, I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing because these kind of things, if you're paying attention and if you're honest... You can see this coming a freaking mile away. Right. And we saw it months ago. We yeah. saw it a year ago whenever they said, we're like, nope, this is not going to work. No, this is failure. This is failure. And so this is where I get frustrated. I'm like, Disney Corp, you're failing because you're not paying attention. Right. And it's little things like this that we look at and I look at and I point to them like, this is what I'm talking about right here. Right. This is the, the, the dumb things that you invest money in that we're going to tell you you're going to fail. Like, people aren't going to go for that here. No. They could go for it over there. Great. But here is different. Here is different. Find, if they were intelligent about what they wanted to do, they would make things unique for Disneyland proper. This is where I'm keeping, why do you homogenize everything? Make every single park unique, and then you make people want to go to that park because yeah. it's different. Right. Like, we talked about Galaxy's Edge, west, east, and west. I'm like, why did they make them the same? Yeah. Stupid. That's stupid. But speaking of investment, I don't know that they got back the money that that they invested in to get this thing out here to California. I don't, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I, to me, this is a push to get people onto it for free. And then they're like, oh, okay. And then they try to, uh, this is this is them trying to go, in my opinion, one, to get offload some of that product that's sitting in the warehouse, number yeah. one. Yeah. Two is another thing is like, well, maybe if we just get people onto it, then they can realize. And then by word of mouth, and then people will be like, oh, no, this is really cool. Maybe I mean it's a hand in hand kind of thing. Probably again, you and me, Mark, have, have worked in for corporations and retail retailers for a while, mm-hmm. and so we know how they think. We know what they look at when they see over, you know, when they have product that's uh, that's overstocked in their shelves. Yeah, and so the spin is going to be that. Yeah, like oh, you get it for free because you're a pass holder. Okay, but we know what really is going on. They need to offload these. Sure. So I, I know Jess got one, and I don't. I think she I got have, it because she bought one, right? Yeah. Because it was cute. Yeah. But it's not... <laughs> I just wouldn't... I would turn... I mean, anyone I was with that wanted to buy one, I would say, well, what do you think you're getting I mean, here? Yeah, no, again, if, <laughs> if they're buying... Okay, and this is where I, I kind of vary, and this is my one caveat to thing is like, if you want to collect them... Sure. Then again, go for it. I mean, if it's a collector's thing for you, then, I mean, I'm not going to... I'm no. not going to get on you for if you want to collect it, because, I mean, it's another item to collect. There are certain things I collect. I mean, I collect flannel, flannels right now, apparently. Apparently. So, um, you know, who am I, who am I go and go like, oh, you shouldn't? No, if you're, if you're going and you're buying them because you want to collect them, like, hey, this one came out, this is like, then, hey, have at it, man. You go for it. Enjoy your time with it, uh, you know, and get the enjoyment out of it. My whole point is, like, 
for it to be widely accepted by the general popu- uh, general popul- uh, populace going to the, the park and the average park going, they're, not, they're just not going to do it. They're going to be like, it's what and what and how much? Eh. Right, and they move on. Right. Move on. Okay. That's funny, though. Yep. That's why I, I had to laugh. I, yeah. Okay. Well, next news item is the Mint Julep Bar reopens, as I mentioned before earlier. Awesome. Uh, so it actually opened ahead of time. Um, I think it was like it was closed for six months. Um, so now it's open, but a little bit different theming. They have some lanterns hanging over the overhang, which really looks cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that these are back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know what the rest of Tiana's Palace looks like, how these lanterns fit into the theme. But it, mm-hmm. it, it must because mm-hmm. there's two of them glowing and they look great. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad this is back. And I would like... I'm pretty sure other places are selling the mint juleps there now. Well, yeah, but there's nothing quite like going to a julep bar, mint julep bar. That's right. There's nothing quite like that. Yeah. It's fun. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it's back. I'm glad that it is open. I'm glad that, you know, I, I'm, regardless of what I think about what they're doing with the whole rethink, mm-hmm. I, I still want to go see it. I want to go, sure. I want to go look at it and see what, what, see what my opinion is. And I'm sure yeah. that they're going to do a good job, whether or not I like it doesn't, isn't really going to play. It's more of like, I, you know, I will give it an honest view of like how they did, like the construction and the craftsmanship and the look and all that stuff. Whether I like that look or not, it doesn't matter. It's more of like, I can still find appreciation for a job yeah, well done. Yeah. So, and yeah, those liners look really cool. It looks really cool. Like that one picture um, is good. And then they actually have like a line system now. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Instead of them like, hey, line goes that way. And people just kind of like punching in. And fighting? No, I'm kidding. No, no but I know what that. you mean. They yeah. don't do that. Yep, there is a nice. A nice I only cue. did that one time. That one time. Yep. Okay. Next news item. This is interesting. This one, I'm okay. This one, I'm personally excited for. I've heard some other people kind of go, rah, rah, and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm I'm amped for this one. The Hunter Mansion grounds expansion retail shop coming to Disneyland. Um. Okay, so. Disney has announced a Haunted Mansion grounds expansion and a new retail shop coming next year to 2024. Sorry, next year in Disneyland. So that's 2024. The grounds of the Haunted Mansion will experience its own spirited metamorphosis as a Disneyland resort in at the Disneyland resort in 2024. These additions to the grounds will build on the story and lore of the classic attraction and will also include an expanded outdoor queue with enhanced theming. A new retail shop adjacent to the exit of the Haunted Mansion will also be added. Hmm. Hmm. The official Haunted Mansion grounds expansion announcement references a local legend, that's an air quotes, that suggests the manor as we know it today was originally built by a prosperous sea captain, and to this day, the mansion's staff faithfully maintains the happy haunting grounds. I'm kind of happy. The expanding, the expanding queue will tie these stories into the overall lore of the mansion, as well as include other additions like new gardens inspired by Master Gracie, Madame Leota, and the One-Eyed Cat. Woo! Each of these new gardens will include their own unique elements from a water fountain and gazebo to themed uh, statuary and landscaping. Leota's garden will in- include items related to her various in- in- incantations uttered in the riot itself. <laughs> Guests will also be able to see a new greenhouse where the groundkeepers for the Haunted Mansion grow their plants. Dude. Um, as for the new retail space, it will be themed as a carriage house for the mansion with the shop belonging to Ma- Madame Leota. More details will be shared about this new space at a later date. Yeah. 
And the last one. Disneyland also shared that enhancements will be made to the plaza adjacent to Tiana's Palace, transforming into a new elegant park-like setting where guests can relax and enjoy the ambience and live entertainment while shaded by new and historic, in quotes, trees. Okay, Udi's happy. Oh, yeah. So let's unpack this for a second. They are... I like the fact that they are really leaning into the Haunted Mansion yeah. and, and its story. Yeah. And um, this is great. So the only argument I've had, which is a fair one, that I've heard, rather, I don't have it, not really. It was like, what, what's going on with Tomorrowland? Oh. That, that one, I, I can't. <laughs> you know my feelings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Udi's re- referencing um, on Instagram when Dale News brought this up that sure, some people were saying, yeah, what about Tomorrowland? Yeah, and, and, and honestly, fair question. And, and as we go further down yeah. the line and as we get things like this and nothing in Tomorrowland, all it does is reinforce my what I've been thinking about it for now two decades. Which is what? They have no clue what to do. They have no idea. None. You don't think they have an idea, or you don't think it's budget constraints? Uh, I, no, I think they have no idea, because budget constraints, I would give that for the last two or three years, well, since the, 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 the coronavirus, all that, then, then I could argue budget restraints. Before that? No. No. Okay. No, it, I, I honestly think they have no idea. Okay. Um, and which is sad to me, mm-hmm. uh, because these kind of things, as excited, like this one right here, as excited as, as I am for this, it's also not a a tough one to figure out and to develop and to get done. Right. It is an expansion of a current IP. And this is the fault, even though I'm excited for it now, this is going to sound like, a, like maybe I'm being harsh, but this is easy. This is creating on the, this is building on the back of a current IP, which sadly Disney now is, that's, that's what their, their bread and butter is like, let's not create something new. Let's build off the back of something else. Mm-hmm. Not always a bad idea. Not always a good idea. It's one of those, when you take each one as they come. So when you look at, at Tomorrowland, we've been saying it, like, you need either Tron, which will, again, be building on the back of, a, of an old IP, yeah. or you need something all brand new. Mm-hmm. The fact that we haven't gotten anything at all makes me think that, one, they're like, well, how do we do Tron? And then, two, is like, can we figure that out? And then, two, is like, well, what else do we do if we can't? And then they go, like, go in the magic room, what do you got? And they sit there and go, like, I got nothing. <laughs> but anyway, so going back to this, I'm excited for this because... As much as I love Mansion, having one thing that that the one thing, believe it or not, that I'm really happy for is the extended queue. Yeah. Okay, because the queue, the well, the outside queue, I'll go there, um, has something that's been really basic, and and you run through kind of quick at times, and then it's basic, but it, you. You can find your little your, your little uh, Easter eggs through there, and you can see the kind of things that are, make it very cool. For them to expand on that and then kind of go with this, it looks like it's kind of like a covered area, which is going to be great for for when it's hot. But then it gives them more space to build on the lore, and that's what they're going to do. So I'm 100% on that, to build on the lore of Haunted Mansion and keeping true. I mean, Leota, Gracie, all these things that... that for anybody who's a fan of the of the Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. I <clears throat> excuse me, I'm looking forward to because I want to see the Easter eggs that are gonna they're gonna drop in there. Mm-hmm. I want to see the little things. I'm like, oh, that mean that's this, and why is this here, and this, and all those kind of things that they're clearly gonna put in there, which is great. The other part 
that I like is how looking at the concept art for the shop. Hmm. It's ingenious that they're going to make it like a carriage house because it's a carriage house adjacent to the the mansion. Yeah. That is such a brilliant idea because not only does it fit well, because if people understand the time of when that house was made and, and, and just in general history when houses like that were made, sure. they had carriage houses mm-hmm. because that's where they kept their storage and, or their horses and everything because that's how they got around, right? Yeah. So for them to do that, I'm like, dude, that's freaking brilliant. It's brilliant that they're going to do that. And then it has been something of, in my mind for a, quite a while that Haunted Mansion, in order for you to find Haunted Mansion merch, yep. you had to know where to go look for exactly. it. Exactly. I was going to bring that up. So now we're going to know, like, no, no, it's right here. And they're doing it in classic Disney style, mm-hmm. right up coming out of the attraction. Because right. when it said coming out, I was like, wait. And then I, and in my mind, I went to like, wait coming right out and then we all know the exit for it and we're like oh perfect so all of it the conceptual art for it is freaking great i'm like i'm i'm excited to see it i'm not gonna poo poo it because it's Hmm. not tomorrowland because it's those those two things to me aren't tied right um so i am super excited and then what they're gonna do with with going out to the plaza area that's great because looking at the concept drawing they're gonna build a gazebo and if they have new orleans bands and in their plane, it adds to everything. Right. And right now, in my opinion, these kind of things are what Disney needs to do. Mm-hmm. The, these things that are non-profit making that that someone would look at as like we're going to pay X amount of dollars and how much money we're going to what's going to be our ROI and you go like zero. Like well, why are we going to do it? Because it adds to the whole experience. Right. Disney needs to do more of this, a lot more of this, a lot more of these things that make it unique, that make the park unique, that made the park great, um, you know, from from the word go. So I'm I'm like I'm so jacked for all. If you guys can't tell, I'm excited for all of this. This is all gonna be great, um, and I can't wait to see it. I really can't wait to see it. I'm gonna be like a little kid running around when all this is is open and I'm and I can go through it. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah I, I have to echo what Udi said. Uh, thoughts on that as well. Um, I'll start with the easy one first, and that is the carriage house. I think that's ingenious, and I think that's a great spot. Because right now, when you come out, there is a, like a little kiosk to your right or left, and maybe it's to your left, left. And, it, and it's just it's not much. It's a no. couple of Jack and Sally dolls, and yeah, maybe some other things that are unique to you to the um to the haunted mansion. But this, I think, will allow you them to have a much broader selection of things, which you know. Like Haunted Mansion merchandise is just—it's crazy. People go crazy over that mm-hmm. that stuff. So I think that's a great idea. Um, and like Udi said, if you didn't know where to look, you wouldn't know that it's over by pieces of eight. Yeah. You're like, what in the heck is that? Doing yeah, it doesn't there? match. It's like way over there. Yep. So I wonder what's going to become of that spot. But um, maybe uh, another—I don't know. Who knows what's going to go over there? But anyways, let's focus on this. I think that design is great. Um, I'm a little confused. I mean, I love the concept art for what we're seeing for this outdoor garden, mm-hmm. but I am confused as to where this is because yep. th- this is not within the Haunted Mansion grounds. It's I, what I believe it to be is right. You know, um, you know how you used to get the Fast Pass tickets mm-hmm. for Haunted Mansion? Mm-hmm. It was back there and mm-hmm. there are a bunch of gargoyles mm-hmm. and it looked beautiful back there mm-hmm. like holy cow yeah so i'm i wonder if that's where that yeah. is i think that's where it is because is that green thing is that where the train tracks are i and, think so okay because the I only so. the only reference point we have is 
on the right-hand side of the image, we have the Honda Mansion, um, the roof, and the second story. Yep. And the wrought iron work, which we I know where that is. Yep. And that garden to the right, uh, sorry, to the left of it, I yep. think I know where that is. Yep. So this must be outside of that where... It is. So this It is, looks like it to me. So is this overflow? I, I think it's going to be overflow. Okay, because right now they have you come out of the gates and line up to the r- left of the overflow, uh, I mean, towards the back of where the tickets were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe this is a way to get guess out yeah. of the main yep. thoroughfare. Okay. Absolutely that's what it is. It is it is a, a a very good Disney way of controlling people. Yes. And I'm all for it. Yeah, control, controlling the crowd. Okay, so in this picture, where do you think the train station is then? Is it up? Yeah. It's up and over. Uh, up and over to the right? Yeah, uh, to if you're looking at the garden to the left. You you think the train station is over here? Over there. It's gonna be right in there. It's actually gonna be right. Hold on, let me look. Let me look at. It. Actually, no, it's probably right in there. Where? It's probably just past this. So, if, for everybody who who can go find the concept art, maybe Mark will put it up. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be that that green overhang. Yeah. It's gonna be on that side of it, onto the left of that, I think. Okay, but yep. but but out of frame. On out of frame. Out of frame of this picture. Okay. All right. So, I mean, I love the design. I just don't know where that is yet. But I, I love the idea for this. And mm-hmm. I want to go back to the last picture, which we have of this um, courtyard, which used to be Magnolia Park. Mm-hmm. That's, what we, that's what the actual name is. And there was a gazebo there in the 50s anyway. So yep. they're bringing that back. And I love I love how it blends in. And actually, yeah. you can see the train station in the background. Yep. Okay. And there looks like there's a popcorn cart or something. Yes, yeah, it says C-O-R or something back there. It's a green... That looks like a popcorn cart to me. Okay. And there's some tables and these beautiful trees that are going to go in there. I think this is going to be great. Oh, there's yeah. A little, look at like, a little Princess Tiana right there, too. That's cool. Yep. Now, that thing to the left, I'm sorry, to the right, that brickwork. I think that's going to be the the wall for that. that Outdoor queue. W- yep. Okay. That's my thought, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Looks like someone's sitting there with a selfie stick. <laughs> this is funny to me. I am I'm noticing that now. Oh, yeah. Is that what that lady's holding? Yep, yep. Those aren't allowed in the park anymore. Yeah. Sorry, lady. Okay, so you, you think that, that brick wall I, is the outside of... You know, without having full full landscape, yeah. Okay, so my thought is that this rendering is a little, little compressed because there's, there, there better be a lot more room be, between those elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So overall, I love it. I have the same vibe as Tropical Hideaway when I saw that. I go, this looks oh, yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, the butt is Tomorrowland. And maybe this is just a, this is low-hanging fruit. It is. Okay. And, and, and that's why I was basically saying, yeah, it, it's low-hanging fruit, um, you know, budgetary-wise. And, 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 again, Disney, if, again, if you guys know where Disney at corporate-wise is, they, they're... They're they're not in best shape. So these no. kind of things are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, when I see these kind of things, I kind of have a little bit of a little. Uh, maybe it's optimism bias, but I kind of go like, good because this is in my mind. This is Disney Corp recognizing where their bread and butter is. Yeah, it's in the parks. Mm-hmm. It's in the parks. Like everything, everything that has been built on this company is because of this park. And this is where I kind of like, you guys don't, if you guys don't understand what Disneyland is without Disneyland, you know, and some people would be like, well, there is no Disney. Mm. 
the massive conglomerate. And some people are like, well, we don't need it anymore. And there's to an extent, yeah. I, I, we don't need the Disney. We don't need Disney Corp. We don't. Right. Um, and but it's built on the back of this. It's built on the back of, I mean, like like the greatest explanation for Disneyland is that Disneyland was nothing but a extension and promotion for IPs that were coming out. Mm-hmm. To an extent, that is still true. Yeah. To a huge extent, that's still true. But Disney Corp, over the last couple of decades, has really fallen off from, from that, and they ventured off and gone and concentrated on some stuff that is, I think, now coming back and telling them, like, hey, remember the core of your business, the, these parks over here? Yeah. Yeah, this is where you need to stay. Mm-hmm. So when I see these kind of things, I'm like, good. That means they're they're honing back in to the heart of what and the core of what Disney uh, and what Walt was doing. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Yep. And I mean, I, I'm and I'm glad we're getting this. So yep. I it says it's opening in 2024. Okay, I can see that. Not beginning construction in 2024. No, and and. and re- Okay, mm, wait a minute. so recognizing, honestly, all of this stuff, depending, with, again, with not seeing a full, I mean, I would, in my line of work, yeah. I would love, I would love, love, love to get the full architecturals and everything yes. and look at everything, and I could dissect this from up and down. I would love, in fact, if anybody ever hears that out there and has access to these plans, damn me. Yes. I never expect to see them, but oh my God, I would, I would love it. I would love it too. I would love it, love it, love it to be able to look at this and then I could honestly give a much better opinion about these timelines and what they got to get done and what they're trying to do. Yeah. Because that like, you know, it's like stripping off the, the paint to a car and going like, okay, what's, or popping the hood and really looking what's going on. Um, but yeah, I mean. Well, I'm, I, I, I 20, uh, you know, 2024. Yeah. Looking again, looking at the concept part, uh, that's fully believable. I believe it hundred percent. I, be, but I also believe, well, it's not, well, my opinion would be like, they're not doing this until the holidays are done. No, because they don't want to be messing up. Uh, no, uh, the Haunted Mansion. No, 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 no. They can't, they can't, they can't do any of that. Yeah. Honestly, I see this starting in February and probably being six to eight months and then being done. So that would put us like right late August mm-hmm. before. Oh, yeah, I, right I would before. say yeah, right, right, right before the next ho- holiday overlay. Right. Yeah, six eight months is not a big deal for nope. them. No, nope. nope. If, if I'll put it this way, in the project that I'm working on right now, my my phase of that, I'm probably out in six months. Oh yeah. Yep. And and it's yeah, and then building yeah, like I said. I can see them doing it. Hmm. I can totally see them doing it. But the carriage house, what's there now? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Yeah, they can get that done. They have to demo a little bit around there because it's like I think it's like a hill and stuff. They gotta they gotta flatten and level and do all that. But yeah. honestly, demoing that area is a couple of days worth of. They could. The right <laughs> crew goes in there. They yeah. can demo and level that and give it maybe five to six days, and they can level and have that ground prepared for yeah. building on top of. Right. I watch crews do that mm-hmm. for huge, bigger, bigger swaths of land than that, and it takes them three or four days to have it literally from flattened, graded, and and pre- prepared for it to build on top of. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. That the right crew goes in and that they can rip that up quick, like with a heartbeat. And the current fountain that's in Magnolia Park there. Is that gone, do you think? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Shoot. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Or, or moved, maybe? Because that, 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 that picture, that should be over here, yeah, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or right here, maybe? Maybe they're going to move it into that other overflow queue because it looks like, looking at that picture, there is a fountain or something on there. You see, there looks like there's maybe a couple. 
on your left and then up against the wall. What's that on the left? Oh, that's a pig. Oh, it's, oh, that's right. That is a pig. I'm like trying to blow it up here. Or I'm something. Like, it's a goat or I don't know what that is. It's some sort of animal. Yeah. It looks like, oh, no, it's not a pig. It's a, um, some sort of animal that's yep. a statue. But there is definitely a water feature right in the middle. There's a water feature there. And maybe there's one on this side, too, which we can't see. Oh, you can't see. Just because gazebo on the corner? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, there is a gazebo there now. That's where, isn't that, there is some sort that, of wrought iron thing with That's the, where I think, well, again, without having, that makes me feel like this is exactly where the, the, the um, fast pass used to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm so. I'm. I'm We're still. Gonna, we can sit here and dissect this all yes. all day, and, and it makes for great podcasting because you guys, you guys don't have the picture. Yeah, but we'll we'll include the picture so you guys yeah. can get to it. Okay, I'm stoked about this. Last item is that. Um, so San Francisco Square is open now, full and full swing, um, and uh, I'm not going to go into review of that. Uh, we've got Jay. He's going to go next month and give us the review of his thing for the Ant Ant Cast. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to do that. Um, but the whole bridge, uh, Tory Gate, right? That's the... T- I believe, yeah. That is the the, uh, the style of what this is. It looks great. It looks great. Yeah. Um, and what I've seen on Instagram, there are some people that have already figured out that if you go on the other side and look towards Parada- or Pixar Pier, you can actually frame um, the wheel right in the middle oh, cool. of it. And I'm like, oh my... So God. they actually paid attention to the sightline? Yeah. Woo! I know, right? Let me see if I can dig it up. But um, uh, what are your thoughts on I mean, I oh, want to see it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Honestly, I, 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 when they when they unveiled the, the concept for it, I, I think Jess and I were 100% like, yeah, let's go. Like, like that looks like it's going to be great. And then looking at this actual live, uh, this finished uh, bridge, it's exactly like I thought it was going to look. And so it popped up. I'm like, yep, that looks great. And it's exactly as I pictured it in my mind. And I love it. I, I really, I, I've, I've always liked this idea. I've always liked the, uh, this concept, and it is great to see it actually done. And it looks like they did it correctly. And I actually can't wait to go and check it out. I think it's be cool. I really want to go check out the entirety of that area and see the retheming of it. All of that. Yep. Yep. Me too. Super, super stoked about that. Yeah. Very cool. And if anybody goes, you know, uh, now and before now and, and before we get to go again, then let us know what your thoughts are on this stuff for sure. Because it definitely looks like they 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 did a very good job there. Okay. Well, that is going to do it for the show. We wanted to get through the news. We don't have a, a feature presentation today, but, but we, there was a ton of news to get through, and I'm glad mm-hmm. with that we did. Um, our next show will be the last one before I go to Florida. Mm-hmm. So I'll do a little preview of what I'm looking forward to. And then uh, I'll try to go live on there. Actually, I will go live. And then hopefully we can get Jess on to do uh, her trip review. Because I really want to hear her thoughts mm-hmm. about everything. Hated it. Hated it. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I don't, I don't, don't think so. Um, okay. So that's going to wrap up the show. To find out more about this show, you can go to leaveandshapepodcast.com. Uh, We have information there about all of our episodes and about us and ways to connect. We also have our Patreon link there, too. And again, we make it super simple to do that. Uh, We also have T-shirts that you can go go there uh, and and get. Uh, You can send us an email at info at leavingtodaypodcast.com. Yeah. And then, uh, like I said, uh, we were really going to try to work on our YouTube channel to maybe do a live stuff once in a while. 
and to do these shows live so Udi and I can talk about it and actually share some of these um, concepts that we have online. So like the way Udi and I were discussing concept art, I know it's hard for the listeners to go, what are they talking about? But we could do it in real time. You could watch what we're talking about. Um, we can make that work, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. And that will also allow us to do more of an interactive live thing, which I, I really want to do. Because um, we've had a f- couple of live shows where we had callers come in. And I really like the concept. We haven't been able to quite get it the way that I want it to. Um, although last time we had quite a few people on. Pretty good. Yeah, it was enough to get people talking, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll hopefully do more of that. Uh, Udi, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on my other podcast, The Mando Show. We are currently reviewing Ahsoka, the new uh, Star Wars series coming from Disney+. Plus. Um, and my quick, my quick, quick review of it is that the first two episodes, uh, I didn't... I enjoyed them, but I had a couple issues with Ahsoka and how she was being portrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, third episode got me a little bit more back to okay, this is the Ahsoka that that I that I enjoy. Okay. Um, so far, I'm giving it mm, probably like if you I never really grade them, but like a B. Okay. B minus, um, depending on where it goes. But it's set up at a point where I'm, I'm still locked in and like, okay, what's next? Because I. I I want them to go in a certain direction, and I hope they go that way. Is it a one-season yeah. series? Oh, well, limited series, so whatever that means um, anymore. Um, but there are a lot of interesting theories out there about Ahsoka and what they're trying to do with this, and uh, we shall see. Okay. But anyway, you can find me there. Um, that, again, that is The Mando Show. Um, and then you can find me on my Instagram and my Twitter, which is both the same. They are H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E, Goalie. And you can DM me there. I answer all my DMs. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, th- again, thank you so much for taking time to listen to us today. Ramble on. Um, Ramble on. Ramble on. <laughs> uh, something that we like to do. Um, <laughs> and again, take, take a moment and leave us a couple stars or stars, whatever it is, or somehow review and give us some feedback so we know what we're doing right and wrong. Um, if you want to be in the show, please hit us up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few new books out there that I want to maybe reach out to the authors for and get them on the show because I love talking to Disney artists and authors and people in, into it. Oh, and then one last shout out is uh, one of our listeners, Laura. Uh, she lives out in Maui. I thought she lived on Oahu, uh, but she lives in Maui. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, thankfully, uh, without too much detail, she's doing good. Yeah. Uh, I know some of her neighbors have had some issues. Um well, some major issues, but yeah. but her and her family are safe. Yeah. Um, so, you know, thanks for letting us know, Laura. Yeah. She, she messaged me uh, or she messaged the show and wanted us to know that. Yeah. Uh, so things are I, I, as good as it could be for her. Mm-hmm. And we're just glad that you're that you're safe. Yeah. And, and yeah, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody out there. And Laura, we're thank you for letting us know. Um, super happy that you you and your family are doing well. Um. But yeah, definitely everybody out there in Maui and with all that is just insane. Yep. So, I mean, thoughts and prayers. Absolutely thoughts and prayers for them. All right. With that, again, thanks so much for taking time to listen to us. We love you. Adventures out there. And we'll see you in the parks. See you.
I am a good button pusher. Think of a banana. <laughs> does it help? Mm-hmm. Okay. Always does. Every time. Don't ask me why. Can I have the pumpkin brulee, please? Thank you. Sure. It can't be any worse than your whiskey and Coke from yesterday morning. But you yeah. make me hot. It's so close, I can feel it. A new world order, Udi. A new world order. Don't get me going. Okay. No, I will give you one. Not that one. Pick a different one. No bed sheets. Why are you yelling at me? Because I like yelling at you. Kitty, kitty, kitty. Ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. Boy, was my face red.